From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. go i welcome you back to the inez says podcast i am scott inez as always thank you for being here on the podcast you can find it in apple podcast spotify right there on the front page of the wdbo app and i invite you to always join me for orlando's morning news with scott inez 5 to 9 a.m on WDBO 107.3 fm and am 580 in orlando and i remind you to stream us right there in the wdbo app well Panic attacks. It is a very real condition that many Americans experience. And today, we're going to try to shed more light on this issue. The experts say that approximately one third of all people will experience one to two panic attacks at some point in their lives. Now, some folks have these attacks much more frequently. So, understanding what a panic attack feels like and how to respond can be really helpful. Now, a panic attack is a sudden episode of acute fear or worry where the individual feels terrified, threatened, or like they're at risk of dying. And one of the things that makes it so troubling is that the onset is often unexpected and can be brought on or triggered by an unknown factor. These attacks don't typically last a long time, but they can be very scary for those who experience them. Now, I know a few people in my circle of friends who have suffered through panic attacks for years. They happen quite often. And these people are like salt of the earth sane individuals who have described these random panic attacks as fight or flight. One of them told me it felt like they were having a heart attack. Another told me that when they happen, they feel as if they have to crawl out of their own skin. So in light of those facts, today here on the Inez Says Podcast, I talk with ABC News reporter Matt Gutman. I've conversed with Matt throughout the years here on WDBO. I've always found Matt to be an outstanding journalist right down the middle. He wants to get the story right, very creative in how we tell stories as well, both on the radio and on television. And Matt recently wrote a book entitled No Time to Panic, How I Curbed My Anxiety and Conquered a Lifetime of Panic Attacks. Now, just about a week ago, I did not realize that Matt had suffered from panic attacks. And recently, I talked with ABC's Matt Gutman about how he has coped for two decades with these attacks. Give us a little background. I know I've talked with you for several years on the air. These panic attacks and the anxiety that you write about in your new book, how long have they been going on? Pretty much your entire life? I would say since uh, probably late high school and college. I mean, the first time, Scott, that I had my you know, soaking through my underpants and shirt panic attack was in college, defending my college thesis. And I knew it cold, but I didn't know what happened to me. It felt like I was molting into some sort of werewolf. Uh, my heart pounded against my chest. I couldn't catch my breath. I, I had tunnel vision. I was sweating, trembling. I didn't know where I was. I couldn't tell people were in the room. And, you know, like I had been in therapy because my dad was killed in a plane crash when I was 12. My mom put me in therapy and I didn't know what anxiety was. I didn't know what a panic attack was. And it took another basically 15 years for me to figure out that I was dealing with panic. And it's like that with so many Americans. Right. So the official data is that 28 percent of Americans, roughly 90 million people experience panic in a lifetime. But the psychologist I talked to in the book think that it's probably closer to 50% because so many people don't know what a panic attack is to begin with. So 
the idea behind this book is about like normalizing the concept of a panic attack, telling people what it is, saying that it's super, super common um, and telling them that it's okay. Like if you have one, you're not going to die. A panic is your brain telling your body that it's assessing a threat. And after 15 to 60, maybe 75 seconds, it's over. And then what you're dealing with is anxiety. Um, And, you know, I didn't have that knowledge for so many years. And like when I talk to you from, I don't know, Gaza and Iraq and Afghanistan and all over the Middle East. Um, I typically didn't have a panic attack because these kinds of conversations are easy. Mm. It was the short bursts of live uh, reporting either on the radio or TV where you had to be perfect that I really suffered. Well, look, I mean, being a, a radio television reporter, it, it's pretty stressful, I would think. I don't know how you cope with that in your professional life, but I know a lot of people in my life who are the most sane people I've ever known, Matt, and they've had these attacks and anxiety for a while, and they've told me it just feels like you have the urge to crawl out of your skin and that, like, you're having a heart yeah. attack. Is that what it is? Is that what it's yeah. like? Both, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the crawling out of your skin is exactly. That's why I'm like, it feels like you're turning into a werewolf. Some people have real bad chest pains. And, in fact, I interview a, a, a 911 operator who says that the symptoms of a heart attack so closely mimic the symptoms of a panic attack that even her practiced ears cannot tell the difference. And this is why, Scott, that 40%, 40% of all patients presenting at the nation's ERs with chest pains, thinking they're having a heart attack, are actually having a panic attack. That's over 3 million people every year. Um, That's how common it is. But we don't educate people in our society what a panic attack is, and then we stigmatize it. Um, And really, it makes sense, right? So, like, people say, well, Matt, you you were a war correspondent. You you still do war. You were Mm -hmm. in Ukraine twice the past year. You know, you do all these natural disasters. How are you not afraid there, but you're afraid of going on air? Mm -hmm. It's because... Scott, they're basically two buckets of human fear. One is being blown up by a rocket or being eaten by a lion on the savanna. The other is a social fear because we evolved to live in groups and cooperate with other humans. And the social fear is that if we do something that gets us kicked out of our group, we're going to be wandering the savanna and a lion's going to eat us. Mm. So the social fears end up having as much weight as the physical fears. And, you know, that makes a lot of sense. Um, you don't want to be wandering on the savanna and being eaten by a lion and mm-hmm. kicked out of your group. So, I mean, that's like evolutionarily how our brains think of social threat. Um, so, yes, we do want to be perfect, but obviously we can't be perfect. Sure. Yeah. So, so how do you control the anxiety and the panic attacks now? I spent uh, three and a half years trying to figure this out. And um, I did a lot of orthodox and unorthodox methods. Uh, one was pharmacology. I tried every pharmaceutical you can imagine from antidepressants to ADHD medication to Xanax to Clonopin. That didn't really work. Um, I did cognitive behavioral therapy, which helped a little. And I did a lot of psychedelics, which helped a lot too. But the simplest things are the things that we can do without any extra help, right? Mm-hmm. That's like limit the, ca- the caffeine intake. I was drinking too much coffee. Like it's that simple. Limit my alcohol. Drinking makes me anxious. So even a drink, the next day I feel a little bit anxious. So I cut that out sometimes if I'm feeling anxious in periods. Uh, upping my mindfulness. They're like 90-second tricks, Scott, that you can do with a shoelace or even in your own head that can really calm you down if you're feeling like a panic is coming. Um, trying to increase my exercise because my favorite drug in the world is endorphins, right? That's endogenous morphines. Um, that's the morphine your body produces on its own when you do moderate, moderate to strenuous exercise for 30 minutes. And so like 
those are the ways that I've learned to moderate it. But I've also learned that if it happens, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. A, I'm going to survive, and B, I'm going to survive professionally, and people are going to accept it much more than I thought that they would. I thought if I told people about this dark secret, I would be ostracized, kicked out of the business, kicked to the curb, and my life would be over. But it's not the case. Sharing turns out to be really good medicine, and people are much more gracious and accepting than I think we would think. Again, the book is entitled No Time to Panic, How I Curbed My Anxiety and Conquered a Lifetime of Panic Attacks. Much appreciation to ABC News reporter Matt Gutman for that candid chat here on the Inez Says Podcast. That's going to do it for the podcast today. I invite you to join me on the radio every single weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.